Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Still getting kind of the cameras and audio set up here, getting it all sorted. But uh, we're here. We're ready to go. Sorry, I had something uh, in my mouth. I don't know what that was. Dusty something. That was gross. Uh, but we're here uh, after a little bit of a rough start. It is Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. Awesome. Hope you guys are doing well. Everyone listening on the podcast, welcome to you guys. Today, you're going to be listening in on some trivia. And for today's trivia, I don't think you need to see anything to be able to play. So you should be able to listen and play along just fine. And hopefully you guys are having a good run while you're out there. And everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, hopefully you're sitting back with a nice recovery beverage. Hopefully it's nice and warm and cozy where you are too. Uh, and you're having a good time. I've got my re, uh, recovery coffee. It's just coffee. And uh, yeah, so that's what I'm going to go with today. How are you guys doing? Missed you guys yesterday. Yesterday was a holiday in the U.S. It was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, and the kids had a day off from school. Uh, but I did take them rock climbing. So my arms are tired because I actually climbed yesterday. So we're members of the gym now. So we can go kind of more frequently. I think we bought the kids their own rock climbing shoes and their own harnesses. I think I'm going to get a pair of shoes and harnesses too. I don't think I'm going to be doing a review on rock climbing shoes. I don't think there's like a single nice thing I could say about rock climbing shoes. They're so uncomfortable. The only thing that I like about rock climbing shoes is taking them off. I mean, they're, they're useful for the task, but they're just so uncomfortable. Anyway, today for trivia, what I wanted to do is talk about cars and running. It's a weird combo, but I feel like car makers are realizing that sometimes runners buy cars. So it's not a bad group to, to advertise to. And sometimes they're doing it through sponsorships. And that's what the first couple of questions are about. But then after a while I got bored, I'm like, who sponsors who? That got kind of boring. So I was like, let's make it more interesting. What sponsorships should be happening is going to be the questions where kind of where it goes. Or so there's a random car trivia as it relates to runners. So hopefully it'll be a lot of fun. But first let's see who's here in the chat. Leona starts us off saying, hi, Copam. Missed the live stream. I hope everyone's doing well. Dealing with IT band issue myself, but so much to talk about. Sarah Hall. Yeah. I mean, over the weekend, Houston Marathon was a crazy weekend. I was messaging people on Instagram about it. And I was like, I'm really feeling like I totally should have been in Houston this weekend. Even if not to run it, but just to watch. Because um, like so much happened. So much happened. The half marathon was crazy. The full marathon was crazy. So many good breakout performances, debut performances, records. were The half marathon and the marathon American records were broken. Incredible, incredible. And just so much good racing happening. So many pros were there as well that were very interesting to see. Um, the uh, Minnesota Distance Elite teammates, Annie Frisbee and Dakota Lindworm, um, both made their Puma athlete debuts running the half. And uh, they did well. And uh, just a lot of, I mean, so many, so many great performances. So there is a lot to talk about. I still haven't had a chance. I was, I went for my run and I was thinking I'll watch the live stream later. And I've caught all, all the highlights. It was impossible to avoid the highlights, but I haven't gotten to all of the, to watch the actual race yet. The one thing that I have spent a little time watching is just some of the horrible commentary like the, the, the new, like, I, I think, I don't, I don't know how they chose like the Houston local NBC affiliate. I think just chose two newscasters as if they were like, you're like, oh, you've done a parade before. I mean, that's what it felt like. It's like, oh, you've done a parade before you want to commentate this marathon. And so like, it was not great at a lot of times. And a lot of people made 
note of it, a lot of note of it. So th- those clips are making the rounds. So I don't know if you guys saw them as well, but I'm going to sit down and hopefully over the next couple of days, get a chance to really sit down and watch it. I did reach out to one athlete because I was like, man, there's so many great stories and I think they're all going to get buried because of the much bigger story. And, you know, not that it doesn't deserve attention of the bigger story of the marathon record and half marathon record. There's a lot of other good stories from other athletes. And I was like, I, you know what? I'm like, I hope people interview these people. And I'm like, you know what? I should, I should try to see if I can interview some of these people. But then I don't think that they were going to respond to me, but that's okay. I made an effort. I made an effort. All right. Elma Wilhelm says, what's going on? Can my new year's resolution be to make more live streams? Love the mile repeats vid. All that data is awesome. Well, thanks, Emma. I hope you make more as well. I mean, I feel like you make a, make a lot of them. So, I mean, I think you're doing good already. But, of course, if you want to make it your news resolution to make more of them, I I think that's great. Um, yeah. Jay-Z says, hello. Hello, all. Quite a day. I thought you said quiet day at first. We said quite a day in Houston. Great runners on a fast course with perfect weather. Yeah. I do think that it's one of the great, like, American marathons uh, from the way it's operated the way the course is laid out community support it's a great it's a great race um yeah if there were such thing as the u.s majors it would certainly be on the list i think so um terrence who says you know speaking of the car and runner connection not aware of it then again i generally don't watch commercials i don't watch commercials either and i usually don't pay too much attention to sponsorships but like i don't know i just feel like over the last summer we heard from a lot of like not struggling and that's not the right word for it, but not as famous or not as accomplished track athletes picking up unusual or uh, unconventional kind of like uh, sponsorships like cheese or craft macaroni uh, and cheese dinner, you know, that kind of thing. And so um, ever since that started happening, I was like, I really hope this proliferates and becomes a bigger thing. And then, you know, just when you look at it, uh, Oh, here's, here's the main reason why I decided I wanted to have a, like a, a like a another sponsorship trivia day is because I was watching uh, I usually put have YouTube on on my phone while I'm washing dishes and uh, I'm doing the dishes and then Jesus and Mero have uh, a drinking competition it's not a competition but it's like a drinking quiz show where the producers put down in front of them each they get a sample of alcohol and they have to guess what celebrity alcohol that is because like whether it's like you know like george clooney's got the tequila and stuff and so there there's like 12 rounds of this stuff so they're just drinking a ton and doing it i'm like i'm 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 pretty sure that there's no track athlete like version of this so i wanted to have some sort of kind of like that's what kind of gave me the idea to look into some weird sponsorships and i was like well cars is kind of weird because it's like a very big i mean it's just a big thing a car is a big purchase you know but that's that's where i kind of got the idea for it so all right let's get to sorry i got i I know there's a lot of chat in here and i'll get to some more of it as we're kind of like uh and waiting for some answers to roll in on the questions um but here's the thing that i i wanted to start doing for this year if you're if this is your first time here and sorry if you've been waiting for seven minutes like when you can ask questions uh if this if you're first time here feel free to ask a question at any time about anything doesn't have to be you could be completely off topic but if you came here with a question i want to make sure that you get it answered whether I can answer it or not, maybe someone else can. But the easy way for me to see it, if you got a question, is uh, just put a bunch of emojis. Put your favorite emojis in front, like three or four emojis, and then that'll make it easier for me as I'm scrolling through uh, to pick them up. All right. Yeah, see, JC already gets it. You know, Matthew McConaughey has been known to drive his Lincoln to trail runs in the woods, and the commercial, he looks scared like he's running from a bear. 
Yeah, you know, like, uh, I mean, I, is, I mean, I mean, like, I'm not a normal person anymore. Is that how like normal people go for running? Like, I don't, you know, when I'm over on the, the when I'm over uh, at uh, the Heritage Trail in Iowa, you know, sometimes I do see people. There's lots of cars in the parking lot. Some, but I never see anyone like sprinting to the finish, you know, and their race and their run, trail runs. So I don't, I don't know. I do think it's a good commercial. I do like that commercial. And Terrence Hui says, "Oh, for his liquor, yeah, Matthew McConaughey has the Wild Turkey Long Branch. That was one of that was one of the the liquors that they made them drink." Um, all right, all right. Let's get to yeah. Stephen uh, Stephen Garena says, "Cars and trail runs. Want to get to a great trail? Maybe you need a car. They can go a bit off road. It's all right. You know, you're thinking, you're thinking, but you're ahead of me. That's not the first question. So the first question for today, um, well, maybe we well we, we I guess we could have jumped around, but here we're just going order because it's easier for me to keep it in track." All right. Question number one for cars and runners. So Toyota has been a Team USA sponsor, I think, for a while now. Um, but they also sponsor like specific athletes, too. Like, I, I think that they have individual contracts. I'm not sure exactly how their sponsorship deal works. But I remember thinking that this was really weird. And I, they talked about it a lot uh, during some of the races leading up to the Olympics. Um, and, and specifically as it pertains to this particular athlete. And I'll tell you more about the story once we tell you who the athlete is but in track and field which american 400 meter runner apparently trains with a toyota supra and they do this because they sponsor a bunch of athletes and like they have a big page where it says like this athlete trains with you know a prius this athlete trains with a tacoma or whatever you know which at which 400 meter runner trains with the new supra any guesses? Any guesses? Uh, Sean Marshall says Sydney McLaughlin. That would be good. That would make sense. I'm not sure that that's wrong, but I didn't see her um, on the page as I was looking through the runners. And it's not the runner I was thinking of. Um, all right. Yeah, Leona says, I don't know the answer. So back to work. Um, Lu Luis Becerra says, Carl Lewis. No, I don't. It's not Carl Lewis. Um, all right, let me make sure that there's no questions in here. Um, yeah. Louis says, emojis. Did he just say emojis? Sorry, I don't have a question. But he did put a bunch of emojis in here, and I did catch it, you know, so it catches my eyes. And all right, let's see. Mm, anyone? Yeah. Adam Beer says trains with to, to Toyota make shoes too. Yeah. I mean, that's how, that's how they put it. So like, I think they like paired each of these, like they had like 12 or 16 athletes or something like that, a big number of athletes. And they have some winter Olympics athletes too. Um, and they paired each one of them with a vehicle. Now, hopefully that means that they gave each one of those athletes, one of these vehicles too, um, rather than just like a photo op, but I, I could easily see it being like a, a photo op. Uh, Frank says the only U.S. 400 meter runner I can think of is Michael Johnson. No, no, I don't think he's currently sponsored by Toyota anymore. Um, yeah, <laughs> Time Matt says is Bolt a 400 guy? I mean, he runs for Jamaica, so that would that would not be it for for a U.S. Uh, a U.S. athlete. Mm. Sean says Allison Felix. I know all women. A thing Mo? No, it's not either of those two. The answer is it's uh, Michael Norman. So Michael Norman uh, is sponsored by Toyota. I don't know if he's like individually sponsored or what, but I the story that I particularly remember, and when I think about like cars and 
car company sponsoring runners is that like there was a i forget which race i was running watching it might have been a diamond league race i don't know but i don't think it was diamond league because the announcing team that i was listening to was like the uh, normal american uh announcing team and uh he had a race i don't know if it was a relay or a race that he was running but um he didn't do well and people are like oh i don't know if he's injured or not this could really hamper his efforts to try to make the the team to go to tokyo his one of his parents is japanese it's like a big deal like there's a lot of sponsorship riding on him being able to make this team to go to tokyo and after the race you know after a race you know how they always have like they keep the athletes in a pen so that way they can interview them real fast. They always do that horrible thing where like the athlete hasn't even caught their breath yet. And they're like shoving a microphone in their face. He to avoid talking about the race afterwards, he hopped a fence and like ran up into the stands and like just disappeared. Like he just dodged the media after this event. And it was so weird. And so like the announcing team was like, ah, we'd like to know more about it. Uh, but he's gone somewhere. And they showed him, the camera followed him, like running up the stance, like running away. It was really weird. I mean, he ended up making the team and he got a gold medal in Tokyo and everything worked out great. But it was like, at the moment, it was like, oh, if he's injured, man, that's not good. So there was a lot, there was a lot of, uh, it was like a really weird, really weird story that I don't think anyone in the, I don't think the press ever really picked up. Just such a strange, strange story. But like if you go to the Toyota website and I'll put links to all the stuff that I'm referring to for everyone watching this on YouTube later. Um, so you can kind of go check it out. Um, in the in the trains with page, if you look at like Toyota Olympic, like Team USA sponsorship, um, it's got like him like at this photo shoot with a Supra. And it's just really, really funny. I mean, I think he's trying to look like, yeah, I'm a fast sprinter. But like it just looks like, look, they put this dude in front of a car. You know, that's, I mean, that's kind of how I feel about it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, got a question from Juggle Mink. He's got some three, uh, three smiling emojis with the sunglasses. That's nice. It says, is the Goreware R5 still your favorite cold weather jacket? I've been using the little Donkey Andy jacket, but I'm thinking about upgrading to something more wind resistant. Thanks, Co. Um, yeah. I, you know, to be honest, I don't remember if I, I don't think I have the R8. I have the, the gore r i don't know if it's the r3 or the r5 which are it's the more expensive one um because it's like the other one is like partial gore infinium or whatever um so it's like the full infinium full gore-tex jacket that is my favorite cold weather jacket um because if you're especially if you're going to do some sort of workout like if you're just going to be out in the cold a long time i mean you can take your regular winter coat you know and then you'll be fine but uh if you're trying to get a workout and you don't want it to be bulky that's a great one does a great job of keeping the heat in doesn't get too damp in there um i mean it can if you're overheat or dressed but it just does an amazing amount of warmth um for the especially like kind of pound per pound the only thing that it's not great for and like all like the good kind of winter running jackets have the same kind of like flaw is that um if you're going to be standing around in the cold for a long time then like it won't feel warm enough it kind of requires you to be moving a little bit but yeah, that's my favorite jacket. All right. Uh, let's keep going. Let's go to question number two. Question number two for today. Um, all right. This one is about like car makers sponsoring races. So which car maker is the official car sponsor of the Dallas Marathon, the Singapore Marathon, 
the Munich Marathon, the Pittsburgh Marathon, and the Berlin Marathon. I mean, they've come, I mean, like, I don't think there's a lot of car sponsors at races. I could be wrong on that. If you guys know about that, let me know. But this particular brand has come through and is like, I mean, I don't know if maybe they're no longer a Chicago Marathon sponsor, but I thought like I saw like an official car sponsor car at the Expo for Chicago Marathon as well. And I know that they've sponsored Tokyo Marathon in the past. I don't know, but I saw in my research. So let's see what do you guys think. And you guys got it right away too. You guys got it right away. Sean thinks it was Nissan. I'm going to put all the wrong answers first. Lucas Angels is Kia. Um, but yeah, Terrence, who he got it. You weren't the first. He said Bavarian Motorworks, but he's the first one to say like the full name. Um, but Adam was, the, Adam was the first one. Says BMW. Yeah. I had no idea that they were sponsoring so much, but um, I found an article as I was doing this, like researching this question that says that like, you know, the question was like, how come BMW isn't heavily invested in, I guess, football or soccer, even though like it's such a huge sport in, um, in Germany. And they're like, well, we do like sponsor a club, but in terms of like being like an official sponsor of a league or whatever, they're like, it's a little bit harder for us. Number one to like, target and speak to our core kind of like demographic who is a soccer fan but also like in germany people know who we are so we don't really need to sponsor football or soccer it's kind of like what the answer seemed to be um and they were saying that as far as runners go they say that um in terms of their bmw's demographics one in four bmw owners identifies as a runner so that makes sense to me. I mean, I think that, that like, I think BMW getting involved makes a lot of sense. I'm pretty sure I saw, I'm, I'm positive I saw a BMW car. It wasn't a Mercy. I remember seeing like, it's like, I'm like, how is this not an American car here? But it was, a, it was, I mean, I know many BMWs are made in the US, at least the ones sold here. But um, yeah, I definitely saw a BMW. It was like the official pace car or something like that of, the Mar of Chicago Marathon. But there you go. A lot of you guys got it right. Shannon, Jason, Runner Dre, Luis. Um, I like Kia though. Kia was a great, that was a great wrong answer. I like that. Um, yeah, very cool. Jammers is a Datsun. You know, one of my buddies in high school had a Datsun. It was this tiny little blue car that was like one of those cars that looked exactly symmetrical. Like uh, it was so boxy that like the front half looked identical to the rear half, you know? Um, man, I love that car. It had roll down windows, two doors. It had a back seat technically, but it was about as big as remember before trucks had crew cabs, you had to kind of like they had fold down seats and you had to sit sideways. Like it had, basically that's how big the back seat was at this little blue little thing. It looked exactly my memory of that car. I mean, I haven't seen that car in a good, like, I don't know, 25 years, but my memory of that car is that it looked same shape and size, just a little bit different blue color of the flying car in Harry Potter. Like that's kind of like what it was. That was a good, that was a good car. That was a good car. Kurt says New York City used to be Mercedes. See, that makes sense to me. I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, St Steven says that he ran Dallas and had my name on a BMW door. Hmm. Cool. Mm. 
Yeah, JC says they print your name on a car at the expo in Dallas. It's a photo op. How do they do that? Oh, instead of like the wall, like where people can like see their name in the word like Chicago, is they print it on a car? Oh, that's crazy. That's a great idea. Frank says, I was in the Adidas outlet yesterday and they had BMW tracksuits, but also Ferrari, which I couldn't convince myself to buy. That's weird. Ferrari licensed its mark to all sorts of things. My mentor, my old boss, um, used to love getting these Acer Ferrari computers. And I'm like, why does your computer have a Ferrari logo? He goes, because it's fast. And I was like, oh my goodness. Did you just say that? Is, I mean, I was like, that was a, is that a dad joke or are you saying that seriously? He's like, well, it is a fast computer. I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when like for a while like there was porsche was licensing its its mark out to like was it porsche or lamborghini that was licensing the mark out to like iphone case maker it was it was really weird so strange uh angelie johnson says angel johnson i always see an extra eye in there because of the dot angel johnson says i ordered a vest from decathlon and they sent me the wrong size they responded said i could keep it i think that's going to be a new thing I think I've heard Amazon is going to start doing that too. Like if you have a, like a legitimate return, they're just going to say like, keep it. It's not worth us trying to process it, take it back, pay for shipping or whatever. We'll lose money on it, I guess. So they're like, just keep it. I mean, I I'm guessing they figure out they've got some math guys that are figuring out what's the math on it. Like how, how do we detect that? There's probably an algorithm for detecting when people are doing it fraudulently. So, yeah. I mean, that just makes more sense. Like one time I got real mad because um, we ordered food for takeout and um, they sent us the wrong order, like just completely different, like wrong food. And so I called up the restaurant. I'm like, hey, just so you guys know, like you gave us like the completely wrong food. And like, oh, we're really sorry. We're not sure what happened. I think the delivery guy just took two packages at once and delivered yours delivered the wrong one to your place and i'm like well where's my food they're like uh we'll call the delivery guy i'm like well did he deliver it already or can you make new ones or what are you going to do and they're like we're we'll figure it out and they're like can you also give us back the food that we gave you and i'm like why and i'm like i mean like i'm not trying to get like free food here but i mean like you know it is going to take like an extra hour for me to get dinner and also, like, what are you going to do with this? You know? So I'm like, you can't give this to someone else. It's been in my house. I've opened it up. You know, like, I've looked at, you know, I'm like, I don't know. Weird. I don't know how companies deal with, it. like, returns like that. It's got to be such a headache. All right. Let's get to question number three. Um, and then we'll get to this comment from Julian K. Question number three for today. All right. And here's where I started getting bored with some of these car and runner questions and I started making it something else. Now, this one, I actually don't know if the car maker was, was a sponsor of it or not. It wasn't clear. I mean, there was mixed messaging. It certainly felt like an ad, but also it was a very good ad if it was an ad. But here we go. Number three. When Billy Yang last year needed a new car for his 3,000 mile car camping road trip, what obvious choice did he make? As a guy who loves running outdoors car camping young likes to hit the trails nature guy kind of thing what what car 
to Billy Yang pick. And while we're waiting on answers to that, we'll get this from Julian. Julian says, for runs under 25 degrees, I've been looking at the Gorewear R5 and the Janji Thermal Zephyr runner jacket. The R5 is $110 more expensive than the Zephyr. Do you think it's worth the extra money? Short answer, yes. Long answer is, like, I mean, at 25 degrees, you know, you can get the Zephyr surprisingly good. But I think that, like, if it's going to be much colder than 25 degrees, if it's going to be, like, zero degrees, I'd rather have the Gore. If it's going to be windy, I'd rather have the gore. If it's going to be wet, I'd certainly rather have the gore. Now, if it's going to be, I mean, how is it wet and also under 25 degrees? Nature finds a way. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, like, that's how I think of it. Like, if it's like, if you just have like regular cold, the thermal, thermal zephyr can take you a really long way. I had it in like nine degrees the other day. It wasn't windy, but nine degrees. And I was like, I'm going to be cold. It worked out great. It worked out really great. So I'm really super impressed by it, but like, I'm just like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just mental. Maybe it's the the branding hype that's getting to me, but I just felt like, well, if it got a lot, if things got ugly out here, I think I'd rather have the gore. So I would say, yeah. Um, all right, let's get some answers on this. What did, what? <laughs> Sean Marshall said he picked the sob. Oh, remember those? The key was in the middle. Such a strange car. Um, yeah, let's see. Sean Marshall says, I don't even have guesses for this trivia day. I feel like some of your guesses are real good. Lucas H guessing Kia again. Nice. I love it. David Kiss says a DeLorean because where he's going doesn't need any roads. That's right. That's right. Get it. Get it. Um, all right. Uh, Stephen Grant says forerunner. Nope. Nope. He had a Nissan Xterra, but I think he had put like just so many hundreds of thousands of miles on it. He needed to trade it in for something more reliable at that point. Martha thinks he should have got a VW bus. I don't know. I've been hearing about those companies that make like VW buses and they retrofit them with electric. That'd be a lot of fun. Not really my vibe, but I love that people are doing it. You know? Um, yeah. Oh, check this out. Leona says, speaking of donations, just donated some running shoes to DSW yesterday. Found out a bit from Hella. Souls for Souls. I didn't know that they took old shoes. I'm going to give my old shoes there because a DSW is much easier for me to get to than the Goodwill is with Salvation Army. Much, much easier. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the tip. I'll look, let me look into that. Let me look into that for sure. All right. Um, yeah. But Frank had the answer correct first. Subaru Outback. Yeah. I think he had like that cut. I mean, the Subaru Outback has gotten so much bigger over the years. Do you remember when the Subaru Outback just used to be the Impreza just with a hatchback on the end? That was when I really liked the Outback. And then it got real big. And now it's the size of like a crossover SUV, right? It's just so gigantic now, which I suppose if like you go actual off-roading with it, that makes the clearances nice. But to me, it just seems like a real big bloated car at this point. But I mean, the way Billy uses it, he slept in his, you know, so... Like that's pretty intense. Um, yeah, JC had it. Chris Dyke also had it. Um, Emma had it as well. Yeah, the super. He got he, his was nice though. It was all black, and uh, he put a, a, a Yakima rack on it. He got like the extra roof rack thing on top. So that, that was nice. I mean, his was nice. Ken Faf's is Jeep. Yeah, I don't know. What, I mean, everyone likes to kind of like poop, poop on Jeep. I like Jeeps. I like the old Jeep Cherokees, the boxy ones. Remember that? It just seemed like it was like a box in all glass. And then the Grand Cherokees, 
those were always really nice. I guess they weren't the most reliable, but I've never had a Jeep. One of my friends in college had a Jeep as a Sahara edition and it was stick. And he would let me drive it, even though I don't really know how to drive stick. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Kurt says, I just bought the Subaru Outback Wilderness Edition and I love it. Very cool. Terrence Huey says, you got a WRX STI. Man, I love those cars. They're just, it's like a, like a, a little tiny, it's like a, a little tiny car with a huge engine inside. It's a lot of fun. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got here. I keep, I keep scrolling down. Uh, Martha says, Subaru is the official car of Colorado, so it must be right. You know, I mean, it's not just Colorado, though. I feel like a lot of the parents up here, even in Chicago, um, uh, the Subarus are super popular. It's like, I think it's like a way of like identifying yourself, I guess. Or, I mean, I don't know. Um, but like all of my friends have a Subaru Outback, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I'm the only one that doesn't have a Subaru Outback. So, yeah. Mm. A lot, a lot, a lot of like a lot of the parents with a couple of kids in Chicago and area have the Subaru Outback. You see them everywhere. They're all over the place. All right. I, I am half Pedro says, Hey, Co. Still running the Fresh Foam Trail version one. Just ordered mine and we'll try them in this winter temp here in Montreal. I, you know, I got rid of them after I finished getting to my 100 mile review on them. I don't know if there's a version two coming. I've heard that there is, I haven't seen it yet. But as soon as that comes out, I'll pick it up again because I really like the version one. Um, it was just, I mean, there's just so much cushion to it. Nice and comfortable. Just like when you just want a nice, agreeable day out on the trail, that's a great, that was a great choice. I'm sure you could probably race long races in it too. I never got too messy or muddy in it. But I don't know. I was watching, I forget, someone messaged me and was like, hey, can you take a look at my YouTube channel and let me know what you think? And he's a, like a fell runner. He lives in Northern Ireland. And um, like every video he had, it was just super muddy. And I just think of like, like, oh, this is the guy that comments every time I make a trail running video. And I feel like I've gone somewhere new that's like super intense. And they're like, that wasn't that muddy. I mean, like that guy. That I mean, that I mean, I don't, I don't really run in that kind of that kind of mud. Um, but like, yeah, I don't. I'm. I don't know that the Fresh From Trail version one would be the right shoe for that. Frankly, I don't know. I mean, probably something from Solomon or Innovate is what you pick for that kind of terrain and that kind of weather. But for the kind of stuff that I would run on, the Fresh From Trail one was great. I really like that shoe. Remy's here says he's got his ride done. He's lifting at lunch with Co and Co. Wasn't bad. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, and JC says, I use my Nissan Xterra as my running car. It's old. I don't care if it stinks a little. <laughs> well, you know, at some point, I'm hoping that like the current Dodge that we have becomes my running car. I mean, it kind of is already. It already usually has a lot of my running clothes in it. But we only have one car. So we'll see. Um, I mean, I'm not in a hurry to get another one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm having a hard enough time keeping, taking care of this one. But I don't know about having two, but we'll see. All right. Um, Andrew Johnson says, I just ordered the Ventra from Ultimate Direction. Should I have gotten a Gore jacket instead? I'm in Chicago as well, so I need to stay warm. Um, no, I think that the Ventra jacket's really good as well. Um, I think that where it excels is that it's longer um, and it's warmer at like standing. 
kind of like temperature right so like that's a jacket where you feel warm like the moment you put it on the gore jacket you put on you're like i don't think this is going to be warm and then you get outside and you're running and you're like oh i'm I'm hot um so like i think they both work and i think that uh the ventro i think may make more sense for people that are on trails where there might be different paces uh, and you might be out there a little bit longer i think that it can probably last a little bit longer out there um and depending on kind of like what you like in terms of length uh the ventro i think is a really great jacket i'm a big fan of that one the only hard thing about that one for me and this is my weird problem is that like you know i kind of want to wear it like four to five times a week but then like it'll be in all the videos and then it'll kind of look kind of weird so like i have to mix up like my attire so it doesn't look like i'm just wearing the same thing every day um that being said, I've been wearing the craft pants, the craft subsea windbreaker pants, like pretty much every day. Anytime I'm not wearing tights, that's what the pants I'm wearing. But I feel like it's pants. People like notice a little bit less. But that ventro jacket is very like noticeable because of the it's like the it's like the gray vent patterns on the back. Yeah. All right. Let's uh oh, this is a good question. We'll get to this question once I get to question number four. All right. Here's where you see, like, you're going to see how, like, these questions got off the rails, but I just, it's still cars and runners. All right. So ahead of Western states for further heat acclimatization or for further heat training, I don't know how to say those words. For further heat training, Walmsley would drive from Flagstaff to other places like Sedona, for example, that are like further down and hot. Um, and that trip is about an hour each way. And then he would run for like three hours and then drive back up, but he would make the drive with no air conditioning and with the windows up in an old beat up truck. What kind of truck was Jim Wamsley using for that purpose? So like your, you know, your running truck, this like where we were talking about, like, it's okay if it's a little bit stinky. Um, I don't think this is his only car. I think he has another car, like a regular car. I don't know what his regular car is, but he has this like basically a hot box car that he uses to make himself sweat or sauna on the way to a run. What kind of truck is it? And while we're getting some answers to that, we'll go to Maddie Mac says he's going on a warm vacation soon. Should I take the new balance rebel version two or the Nova blast twos? Um, I'm trying to think, I think the rebel twos might be a little bit cooler in terms of temperature wise, depending on how warm this vacation is going to be. Um, and I would say in terms of picking between the two, I would pick, depending on like are you going to walk around in this shoe as well because if you're going to like wear it around during the day then i would go with the no blast twos but if it's just going to be your running shoe or maybe wear it around just a little bit i might go with the rebel twos because especially if you're going to like like when i took um when i went on a we, we went on a disney cruise before the pandemic and i brought one pair of shoes with me well i brought two pairs of shoes i brought the the carbon rocket the first carbon plated shoe that hoka made and I brought uh, the Zante Pursuit by New Balance. I hear they're bringing the Zante Pursuit back. I don't think they're calling it the Zante Pursuit. But I forget what is it the Tempo that's supposed to be like the the successor to the Zante. But I brought that shoe. It's a little bit lower to the ground, super stretchy knit. I felt like it's really comfortable to wear if I needed to wear it around. If I was going to wear sh like sneakers, and whether I was running around on a ship deck or on a treadmill it would work fine so that's what i picked so that that's why i'm kind of leaning towards the rebel too on that one but if you're going to be on your feet a lot like let's say you're going if the warm vacation is like disney world i bring some nova blast twos your, your feet will thank you at the end of the day all right let's see what do you guys think for jim Wamsley's truck 
What is Jim Valley truck? Um, so I scroll down. Mm. Sean Marshall thinks it's an F-150. Mm -mm. Chris Tech says this is a forerunner. That could be it. It's a Toyota. The Toyota is right. CR says a very old one. Yeah, it is. It's even it's a 90s Bronco. Those things are expensive. Those are hard to get. Oh, one of my friends in college had one of those and he cut off the back. It was so cool. That was like the coolest vehicle. Um, he was from the Phoenix area and his school mascot was literally an artichoke. Um, Terrence, we said Jim Walmsley uses a Ford F-350 Super Duty. I think that's a little bit. I don't see Jim driving in that. Uh, Maddie Mac thinks Jimbo is a Chevy Avalanche kind of guy. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I mean, the Chevy, I feel like the Chevy, I don't know much about trucks, but I feel like the first Chevy Avalanches had so much plastic on it. And they had this weird fairing that looked like mountains. Like it was just, uh, it was like a little bit on the nose, guys. It's like too much. Uh, Recycle on Wednesday says he drives a food truck. That'd be a great idea. You know, I'm so disappointed that there aren't more food trucks at the places where runners go. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if there's a trailhead, there should be a coffee truck there. If there's a trailhead, there should be a donut truck there. You know, I say this in like for all the trails in Iowa, a lot of them are paved because there's a lot of cyclists. Cycling is really big in that state. Um, but I feel like at every trailhead, every parking lot, there should just be food trucks around. I don't know what the food truck scene is like in Iowa. I'm guessing because the population is not as dense as Chicago, that it's not like things are here. But even in Chicago, it's not like there's like a there's no coffee truck at the end of the 606 trail, which I think there should be. Um, and here's what I think it is. Um, they, I don't think they ever said there's a sweat elite video that talks all about it. And the sweat elite guy in his Australian accent is like, he like gives a preface, an intro to it, to explain the setup. And he's like, I got delirious. It was so hot. It was 110 degrees outside. And then he wouldn't let me roll down the windows when we drove for an hour to get down there. Um, and, uh, it was pretty funny, but I don't think they mentioned this type of truck, but I think it is an old Tacoma. But then I'm like, was the Forerunner ever a truck? The Forerunner was always an SUV, right? So then it's not a Forerunner. But I think the Forerunner and the Tacoma, at least in the beginning, were the same body, the same like chassis, right? So I think it's kind of the same thing. But it was one of those old kind of like generic Toyota trucks. Not so old like in uh, Toy Story, not that old, like the super boxy ones, but like some of the first like Toyota trucks that came out. I think that's what it is. Mm. John Marshall says hot box car. Come up here with us in high school. Oh, that's funny. funny. Um, yeah, Chris Dyke says, I remember seeing this one, so I delete did the video on them. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the video that I'm talking about. It's a funny, it's a really funny video. Um, because like the guy is just dying of sweat. And he's he mentions to the camera, he's like, guys, just so you know, I tried to open the window and Jim very quickly told me I wasn't allowed to. And Jim goes, yeah, you could have driven yourself if you didn't want to be in here. <laughs> I mean, he's joking, but like he was, he was very firm about it. Uh, yeah, yeah Terrence, Ho Terrence, who he says, Walmsley is, runs in Hoka. That's a thick boy. So maybe a Hummer. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, the, the I think like the old Tacoma makes a lot of sense. I could see him also run driving around an old Ford Ranger. 
like those trucks, like before they had the, what do they sell now? The Colorado, like those trucks. I really like those little Ranger trucks. Those were fun. I mean, you can make those things spin out like crazy. There was just no weight to that truck. All right. Martha, if it's not a forerunner, could it be an old Toyota Land Cruiser? No, I don't think it was a Land Cruiser. Man, those things were nice. I liked those. Um, so much space. But it was a pickup truck with a topper on the back. So I, it it wasn't, it didn't look like a pickup. I mean, so like, I, th I think it was a Tacoma. They never said. Maybe if I ever get the chance to talk to me, I'll ask him exactly what brand of truck it was, what, what model it was. Leona says, my very first car was a Toyota Corolla in 1981. Yeah, they've been making that car for forever. They, that's back when those cars were small. Now the Corolla is like a fairly big car. Same with like the Sentra. All the small cars have gotten big. Like if you ever go back, even if you look at like some of the BMWs, some one of my favorite BMWs is the BMW 3 Series, like the convertible from like the early 90s. You think it's a really pretty car. And it's just absolutely tiny compared to like a 3 Series now. It just everything gets bigger. Mm. all right yeah adam says i've seen food trucks at races yeah i've seen that too like the crater trail 50k that i did there was a taco truck there really nice i appreciated the, the food truck being there it was good and i think there just should be more of that there should just be a lot more of that um yeah because we got to eat <laughs> i want food all right Luis sarah says my first car was a 1979 ford fiesta my uh, father-in-law owned several of those. That's the car that my wife learned to drive on, a Ford Fiesta. They had many. No, no, it wasn't a Fiesta. I always get it wrong. They had the Festiva because they did bring back the Fiesta. And I was like, check it out. They're bringing your car back. And she's like, no, mine was a Festiva. I think the Festiva was even smaller than the Fiesta, believe it or not. It was like borderline like urkel size car. Remember that car? that he had you you opened the door and you got in from the front that one it wasn't quite that small or that ridiculous but those old um festivas were tiny but they were like little steel boxes so they were kind of heavy still chris tech says those toyota trucks the truck and the forerunner back in the day were awesome bad for us but otherwise a great vehicle yeah i mean there's still so many old ones of those still like running around so yeah uh, Curtis, have you seen the old Top Gear videos where they try to destroy the Toyota Hilux? That was a great series. Like they, that took a long, I mean, that took a long time. Is that the, that's the one that they dropped a piano on it, right? Isn't that the one? I forget. Maybe I'm remembering different something else. JC says, does a carbon plated shoe feel stiffer or perform differently in really cold weather? Um, not that I'm aware of. I don't, I just don't think that like the cold can really get, I mean, I think that when people say cold weather, there's the tests that people do, air quotes tests, where they're like, I put this shoe in a freezer for overnight. Um, or I left this in my garage for a couple of days in the winter, and then I went to run on it. That's definitely going to feel different. Um, but if you're taking it from like room temperature and going like from your house and then going for a run, even for a very long run, I don't think that like the carbon is embedded in, in the foam. And so the foam is going to take time to get cold and there's friction from the road and from your foot. And I just don't think that there's enough time for the carbon to get affected. And I also don't know like how carbon fiber gets affected by cold. I'm not, I actually don't know how to answer that, 
But from my experience, you'll feel the difference in the foam, I think, before you feel a difference in the carbon. And like, I've never heard of anyone saying like, oh yeah, I took out my uh, Vaporfly next percents in zero degree Fahrenheit weather on a 400 meter repeat day and I snapped the carbon. I've never heard of that. If anyone's heard of that, let me know, but I've never heard of that. Mark Chancoco, what's going on, Mark? Says, greetings all, just popping in to say what's up. Work is brutal. Sorry to hear that. Hopefully it clears up. All right, let's get to uh, uh, my next one. Sean Marshall says, with that Wamsley info, we can officially declare runners as psychopaths. Windows up in Arizona just for fun. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's doing it for work, really. So maybe that makes it a little bit better. But I, I don't Yeah, I think I think runners are, are psychopaths. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I just remember like seeing that video and then also like listening to Jim talk about, you know, Western States after the race and like how he went out really, really hard. You know, and he's like, everyone always kind of like takes it easy in the beginning, like the first like 30 miles. But I'm like that. He, but he was like, that's when it's still dark out. It's not hot out yet. So like, I'm going to work hard when it's dark and cool. And if people want to spot me time and spot me miles when it's like the easiest part of the day, temperature wise, I'm going to take it every time. And I was like, man, this guy's a maniac. Um, but then I guess he could cruise it in on the hottest parts of the day, whereas everyone else has to try and play catch up and like go even faster when it's hotter. So he's a psychopath genius, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> All right. <laughs> JC says the Ford Fiesta is not much of a party car. Speaking of Top Gear, did you see the Top Gear video on the Fiesta? They drove that, they've like three of them through a shopping mall. And it was an crazy, it was like a crazy chase scene. They like destroyed a mall to film. The, you got to, I mean, I'm sure you can find it somewhere on the internet. But the Ford Fiesta videos that Top Gear made were like, I want to buy a Fiesta. And then we're, all right, I'm about to lose the camera here. I don't know why I'm losing the camera so early today. Um, here we go. FaceTime camera. There we go. All right. So backup camera. We're back on. Um, all right. Let's get to question number five for today. Question five. All right. After placing fourth at the New York Marathon, Molly Seidel went on the Cities Mag podcast. And who did she suggest should be the sponsor for that episode? She was like, this and this company should totally be a sponsor of this episode because I just used them. It was something, I'm paraphrasing, but something along those lines. Mm, all right, let's scroll down. Kurt says, LOL, more Top Gear, but my fave is also the mini they did on the ski jump. I don't think I remember that. I think like, like peak Top Gear was when they drove across Africa in like three used cars that they bought in Africa. And um, I forget what's his name. He named that one tiny little car, Oliver. That car actually reminds me a lot. It's like a brown or orange, whatever color that was, a tan version of that little Datsun that my buddy had in high school. That I mean, that's, I think, part of why I had some affinity for that episode. But like that series driving across Africa, it was muddy, it was dry, it was hot, all sorts of different things happening. So crazy. All right. So let's get back to the question. Uh, what did, what, who did Molly Seidel suggest should be the sponsor for that episode? You guys are paying the, the obvious ones. Uh, Adam Fierce says uh, Athletic Brewing. 
Mars says Puma. Luna says not Dunkin' Donuts because not a car. Frank says Uber. That's a good guess, but it was an Uber. It was an Uber. Um, you know, a lot of athletic brewing dishes. Uh, Jason also says, I know Molly is a big fan of car wash. Yeah, she's posted many videos, or at least one, of like just the joy of getting a car wash. My daughter, the baby, is the same way. Like every third or fourth time we're in the car, she'll be like, Daddy, I don't think we've been in a car wash in a long time. I think we should get the car washed. They just like washing the soap and stuff. So they, they like it. Um, all right. Yeah, Kirstie says Richard Hammond. He still has he still has that car. I thought it. I mean, I guess they it sank in a river, right? They had, they rescued it out of there. I thought they destroyed it. I thought it like fell off a cliff or something, right? I got off to watch that again. I'll probably have to watch that again. Um, Luis Becerra says Trader Joe's. That would be good. She does talk about Trader Joe's a lot. Um, <laughs> I was kidding when I said Puma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maddie Max says Mercury. Oh man. Um, you know what? You know what I think was a really underrated car and just unfortunate. And it was like a victim of like uh, uh, the economic collapse. Like the what was it? The when all the banks collapsed. Uh, the Mercury Marauder. That was a car that I actually really like. It was basically like a Crown Vic, but even bigger engine. And I just felt like that. Now that's a good, you know, highway grand tour. I really like that car. Actually, I wanted one for a while. Um, this was back when we didn't own a car, but I was like that Mercury Marauder. There's something to that car. I really like it. Um, I think probably nobody remembers that. Uh, Manny Max says, Oldsmobile. Awesome. No, it wasn't Oldsmobile. Uh, Manny Max says the Cougar. <laughs> uh, no, she said that CarMax should totally sponsor it because she went on in that episode to say that she just sold her car to CarMax. Uh, I don't remember what car. I don't remember if they talked about what car it was, but she sold her car to CarMax and then was going to use her winnings from the New York Marathon. I'm not sure if she was literally, I mean, money's fungible, so it doesn't matter. But like she was saying, she's going to use the winning from the New York marathon placing fourth to buy uh, a Toyota forerunner. That's what she was going to be get, getting a brand new one. So um, yeah. So that's the car. So she was like, CarMax she told me the sponsor of the episode. She loves CarMax. Um, you know, I also have very, had very good experiences with CarMax. I'm a big fan of CarMax. Um, I just think that like, I don't like the haggling part of dealerships and stuff. So like, you know, all these new car services, like companies that are coming out, CarMax, all like just even, I mean, the one where you like, you buy a car on your phone and then it just shows up at your driveway later. Like that one makes me a little bit nervous, but um, I mean, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to have to haggle over it. I mean, I guess I understand it. I understand like my, my in-laws, they live in a smaller town. They've dealt with like the same dealership for like 40 years. So, I mean, yeah, them switching over to like a model where it's like, you buy it like you buy a gallon of milk. Like here's the price you buy it or you don't probably doesn't suit them as well. For someone like me, it suits me better. I don't like the haggling part. Um, yeah. So I would, I will go out of my way to go to a place that doesn't have haggling. And Kurt says, I just want to actually use the car bending machine from Carvana. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't want it. I just want to see them move the cars around on it. So I think that I think there's probably a middle ground. I'm like, can you just move? I, I'm like, I promise I'm buying one. Can you move the car vending machine around? Uh, I think they have one of those in the Chicago area. I'm not sure. 
Mm. Yeah, Adam says it's a bad time to buy a car. Part shortages means even used cars are expensive, and I and others I know had to buy because of accidents. Yeah, that's what I hear. I hear everything's expensive in the car space. So, like, this Dodge journey, I need you to hold on for a little while longer. I don't know how much it was. Our, it's our pandemic car, so we'll see how much longer we can make it last. Um, it's a 2016. It's got 176 or 177,000 miles on it. We'll see. All right, let's do the bonus for today. Um, oh, okay. I didn't actually write down the bonus. Um, the bonus side today is like, all right. So if we've got like brands, like what what do you think? What do you think are like the brand equivalents in like shoes and like if the the car companies were shoes, can we even do that, or do they make too many different things that we can't tell? Like I don't know. I feel like Audi would be like Solomon. That's kind of how I would think. The fit's a little bit narrow. The ride's a little bit firmer than I generally like, but I, I like the brand. I think the products that they make are great. They just don't really work well for me. You know, so let me know what you guys think about that. Um, Kurt says, there's a car vending machine right off the highway in Philly that he passes from time to time. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Um, yeah, and Leona says, some dealers are charging a surcharge above MSRP. I don't know. Martha says Subaru would definitely be Hoka. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, or maybe would it would it be Ultra? I think it could be Ultra. I think Ultra maybe would be more more Subaru than Hoka would be. I don't know. <laughs> Sean says Hoka is Saab. <laughs> I kind of like that one. Uh, yeah, Kurt says Subaru would be Ultra. Yeah, uh, I think uh, yeah, I think either one of those works. Work definitely works. Um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's the other one. Um, yeah, I'm having a says Honda would be Nike, New Balance would be Toyota. Honda is Nike, New Balance, Toyota. You don't think like Honda's Asics? I mean, like there's Japanese, Japanese. Maybe like, or maybe like, I don't know, maybe Mizuno, get Mizuno in there somehow. Um, yeah, JC's Asics is Toyota because they sell like one, like one of everything, right? A really wide portfolio of products for all different price points and all different use cases. Frank thinks Nike is Chevy. Ooh, that's an interesting one. I don't know about that. I mean, maybe if you're including some of the, I mean, you got the, you got the Corvette in there, the Camaro, which I always feel like is underwhelming in the remake of it. Um, my uncle has a Camaro. He loves that car, but every time I see it, I'm just like, I'm sure it's fun to drive. He never let me drive in it. Drive it. I've never asked, but like, I'm sure it's really fun to drive. But I, just something about the design that I feel like leaves something to be desired. Uh, Martha thinks that Brooks would be Ford. Ooh, lots of sensible options in there. Um, some a couple of exciting ones. I like that. I like that. Sean Marshall thinks New Balance is Volvo. <laughs> I don't know why I, I feel I find that funny. Um, I think like the demographics would line up, right? I feel like Volvo lost a lot of identity when it like when it stopped making those giant metal um, station wagons. After that, I feel like oh, Volvo's kind of lost its kind of um, spirit, I guess. 
Shamar says, Viet is Vibram. <laughs> Vita Vibito is cracks, according to Martha. I love it. Oh, you guys are funny. Um, Terrence Huey says, Volvo sounds more like Saucony. Hint of stability. I like that. I like that. Um, Frank says, though, from the Camaro, you can get the pegs. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I think oh, you're selling me on it, Frank. I think I, think I hear it. Um, let's see. Let's see. JC says, Pontiac is Vibram. Pontiac is Vibram? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Kurt says the Hokas are the thick boy Hummers. See, so the thing is, the Hummers though all are also just like I feel like are like uh, economic, like environmentally tone deaf at the same time. And I don't feel like Hoka is that way. I don't think there's any like most of the shoe brands are pretty um, good about that, about being you know not being the running shoe equivalent of just outright gas guzzlers. But maybe that's just me and my thoughts on the Hummer. Chris Tank says Volvo slander will not be tolerated. That's funny. Uh, that's really funny. Uh, Mika says surely Kraft is Volvo. But, yeah. Okay. I think that's a better one. I think that I think that might be a better fit. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. That's funny. The other one I was thinking of, um, I gave you guys like the um, the Solomon and the Audi example. But I also think that just like Puma and Jaguar, not because I think there's anything about the brands that are that similar, but like the logo is like exactly the same. So I feel like those two go together, right? Don't you think? Maybe. All right. Uh, Frank says Newtons are the Tesla. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Which one is on though? On. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Want, I don't want to make fun of on. Um, I want. I, I really want on to succeed um yeah yeah shannon wants to know the same thing too though what would on be i'm not sure i don't i guess I, maybe i don't know enough about cars uh and the thing is there aren't like kind of like boutique car brands that or at least not that many uh that aren't like selling you know three hundred thousand dollar cars but um that kind of like on is a little bit more of a boutique brand jc says is on sob shamar says on is kia i don't think they're kia peugeot Oh, I think Peugeot is Peugeot it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I like. I don't know. I like where this game is going though. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. Um, all right. I think I'm going to leave it there for today, guys. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in today. Tomorrow's video, I think, is going to be another run motivation video. I think I'm going to try to do like maybe one every week and see do it for a little while and see if it's like too much. It might be too much, but I also feel like um, I like the idea of having one weekly as kind of a writing exercise for me. So if you guys will indulge me, I'll do another run and motivation video tomorrow. Um, and then, uh, we'll do another live stream. Same time as today, 1 PM central right here on the Kofuzi run club live stream channel. Um, if there's someone that you normally talk to that hasn't been here lately, make sure that they know about it. I've been trying to still post links to it on the main page in like a, in a post, but in case you know someone that's not making it over, make sure you, uh, let them know too. So we can get the whole gang back together. All right. Um, until I see you guys again, BCF at everybody. Thanks.